Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. It is Monday morning, and look who's back. Lucky after a week off. Yes. How was the uh, the villa in the uh, south of France? Right, yes. Uh, it was cancelled. Oh, you had to cancel it? Yes. Why? I tested positive for COVID to first, start my vacation. First time you've ever been positive about yes. anything. Yeah. You got COVID. I got it. The COVID kid. Yeah. I felt like uh, kind of... Uh, just down, tired, and and uh, and gone through like a couple, and I chalked it up to a couple of bad nights sleep, mm. and then you know, and what we do here, waking up so early, and you know, waking up feeling tired is never mm. a, a, a new thing, um, but just before the long weekend, and we were getting together to see family and some of them vulnerable, I said, ah, well, I should probably do a test here, mm. and when I did, I tested positive. So wow, you know. So Thankfully, how was that uh, experience. Uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Thankfully, I'm all up to date on my. Uh, shots and so and so it was um, you know I was maybe down and out for about twenty four hours. Mm. Um, uh, Adrian tested positive after me as well, and she had it. Uh, her symptoms were worse than mine, but uh, you know overall we're all recovered and, and and fine now and 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 back and going. But it was just it was you know tough way to start the week. Yeah, that's no fun yeah. for sure. <laughs> uh, uh, when vacation days turn into sick days, it's it's never fun. And then, uh, yeah, then it went downhill from there. So it was great. Good week off. Oh, things went worse? <clears throat> oh, my God. Well, not worse necessarily. I mean, kind of COVID is kind of yeah, bottom of the no, barrel. definitely not worse. But it was just, I kind of taken the week off to lead up to, you know, what is a, one of my favorite things in the summer is a, is a golf tournament at the uh, the Oshawa Golf Club, the member guest that I play in uh, with a good friend of mine and in, in memory of another friend. And so it, it was, um, it, it, I was kind of, Gearing up and looking forward to that. Right. And I was just so tired and, you know, just still not great. You know, sure. and I just, yeah, not that I wasn't in the mood. Feeling two, off. Two gorgeous days, you know, to be yeah. on the golf course. Uh, but I hit the worst shot of my life. Mm. Uh, hit a house. Come on. Oh, yeah. In South Oshawa. No, not really, right? <laughs> well, and you know what sucks is that. You know, there are these, there's a row of houses, and it's way off. Like, like I had to, I was in the bunker. Right. And, uh, and, um, and it was a tough shot to begin with. It was a long bunker shot, so I knew I had to take a big swing at it. And, in, and instead of catching any sand, I just caught all ball. Right. And these, these houses really are not in the path normally of getting hit. Right. Right. But there's like, you know, a rundown one. Uh, a one that looks like a tent wasteland of mm. some sort of hoarder's paradise, and then like a beautiful brand new million, multi-million mm. dollar home. Guess which one I hit? Not the hoarders. No. <laughs> Couldn't throw it in the tent. No. Bang. Oh, it was... It you was, didn't hit a window or anything? No. Did not hit a window, although I'm still waiting here. The owner was there. Like, like at the, he was playing in the tournament. Oh, so you talked to oh, him? Oh, yeah. We had a talk afterwards. It was great. That was That was fun. <laughs> Well, that'll serve them for living beside a golf yeah, course. Yeah, sure. That's what I said. It's like whenever we talk about the weather and we say it's cooler down by the lake, well, that'll teach you for living <laughs> down by the lake. <laughs> Too bad. I'm always amazed when, uh, you know, there's a couple of golf courses I've been to where they've got, like, big netting behind homes and signs telling you not to pull driver because of the homes. And I'm like, well, you know what? 
Okay, first of all, I'm not that good of a golfer, and second, that's your fault for buying a house on yeah. a golf course. Uh, you know, you can't you can't live next to an airport and ask for the flights to be quiet. You have to, you ha- and you have to. You really should know the game and mm-hmm. the course if you're planning to buy a house like mm-hmm. next to a golf course and kind of ask that question, mm-hmm. right? You know, because you know there are you know. Lake Ridge is one where they're selling properties right now, yep. right? And or they, I think they have sold them all. Oh, they're all gone. Um, Lots are sold. And, you know, but when you're when they were first putting those up, I thought, wow, this is you know, there's some really nice ones and mm. ones that I wouldn't be comfortable, in, you know, in the backyard. And and there are some too on that, you know, the Oshawa Golf Club's a, a historic old golf mm. course and you know, over a hundred years old in downtown Oshawa. The, the course was there first mm-hmm. in, in in much of this the. The, the home situations, but there are a couple of spots where you're you're in line, and, mm-hmm. and and you know, like okay, mine was with a wedge. It wasn't you know mm-hmm. the most dangerous of shots necessarily. Although I don't think it would feel good, um, but there are some, and you know, Islington, St. George's, Weston, Scarborough Golf Club, they're all in the heart of the city, sure, and in areas where oh yeah, a ball could be flying in at full speed. Yeah, oh, it's not even the ball so much. Sometimes when we've been at tournaments and stuff and the tee box, like if I was ever buying a house on a golf course, which I could never afford to do, but if I was, the one stipulation would be that it cannot be, well, it wouldn't matter now because my kids are all growing, but it could not be near any tee box. Yeah. Because... You think that's the safer spot because, yeah. you know, you're behind the ball per se, per se but, but what you'll your, hear... Your kids will learn every language, every <laughs> word in the... Every colorful word ever heard to man uh, as a tournament rolls through. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks very lovely when you're sitting out there at, say, 7.30, 8 o'clock at night on the weekends right. in the summer when everybody's gone home. Uh-huh. But you got to put up with the chaos. And, and a lot of times, too, I've been on golf courses where you see the owners of these homes and they're in their backyard and they've always got that look on their face of just anger and like what are you doing bothering me well i'm sorry this is a golf course right yeah you know it's like people who own cottages who stand at their front window of their cottage and stare at boats angrily because they're on a lake you don't own (laughs) but we get very very territorial about about our stuff it's true are you married? Do you have uh, in-laws? Uh, do you? Uh, how do you refer to your in-laws? Do you call your in-laws mom and dad? Do you refer to them with their first name? Or do you still call them Mr. or Mrs.? Oh. Thousands of married people were asked uh, how they refer to their in-laws. And calling them by their first name is definitely the top choice. Okay. Yes, I'm on a first name basis. Are you? Yes. Uh, you know, it's somewhere along the way with my mother-in-law... Her name is Santa Maria, and I. Uh, but everybody calls her Maria. But I just thought calling her Santa would be funny, so I referred to her as Santa for quite a while. <laughs> uh, but now everybody just refers to her as Nona. Yes, all yeah. right. Yeah, like but once I, you become a, gr- a grandparent, then it, that usually takes over. Yeah, like my mom has become that. My dad has become that. Yeah, that's right. Right. But I always thought it was odd, uh, and my parents did it. I remember my dad referring to my mom's parents. As mom and dad. I always thought that was odd. Like mm. calling your in-laws mom and dad. Right. They're not your mom and dad. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but they're just not. I don't even refer to my own father as dad. Let's <laughs> call him Bobby. <laughs> ah, you want another drink, Bobby? Anyhow, uh, it still is popular. So it's um, by their first name and then uh, mom and dad. Uh, it seems to be the uh, the second way to go with it. Interesting. Yeah. 
Now, like what, <laughs> this is the one that I always uh, wonder now, is what your kids call your friends, right? Mm. Like, like, you know, do they refer to them by first name or are they Mr. or Mrs. and, and use the last name? Yeah, like and for me, it's always kind of an uncle. Just call him, you know, mm. you know, if, if if it's my good friend, then he's an uncle of yours. Basically, mm, that's interesting. Right? Yeah, we do. You know, it, like, yeah. Well, like Uncle Craigie, you know, they'll come right, to you right. and they'll say Uncle Craigie, right? right? And you I know. go, get away from me! I'm not your uncle, right? Uh, yeah, but yeah. it's weird. It would be for me. It's a bit weird to have my ten year old call you Craig, mm. other than the fact that he, you know, with the radio connection, he knows you that way. Yeah, but you know. It also would feel a little weird, but it would be more proper to say Mr. Venn. Yeah, and I wouldn't want that. Right. I, I, I'm trying to remember now with my boys uh, what they did. I, I know now certainly they refer to everybody uh, by first name, but, you know, Daniel's almost 30 years old. So right. At some point, uh, you don't have to keep, you know, being that respectful. My friends don't deserve that kind of respect. <laughs> People I hang out with, the degenerates that they are. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Probably when they were. Li- yeah, I, I can't recall. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And now, does it go the same way? Like, does Adrian refer to your parents by their first name? Yes, she does. Eh? Yes. And your father doesn't demand a doctor in front of that. <laughs> <laughs> Being in the uh, mod business is uh, dangerous since May. We've lost three of the big names. We lost Henry Hill, of course, when Ray Liotta passed. Yes. Then we lost Sonny Corleone with James Caan passing away, although we already lost Sonny. Right. Sorry, spoiler, if you haven't seen The Godfather. <laughs> oh, damn it, I was going to watch it this weekend. And uh, now Tony Sirico uh, has uh, passed away. Okay. Uh, of course, he was Polly Walnuts from uh, Sopranos. Right. Yeah, now, of course, uh, out of those three, James Caan certainly being the biggest name because he not only did The Godfather, but he was in a ton of other movies, including Misery and uh, Funny Lady and uh, Kramer vs. Kramer, Apocalypse Now, French Connection, and a little film called Elf, Uh where he played Will Ferrell's dad. And when I first heard that he had passed away, I was was trying to think, uh, you know, just off the top of my head, what other movies was he in? I know I've seen him in a bunch of things, but what the hell were they? And all you can ever think of is Sonny Corleone and The Godfather. And then uh, and then it took me a little while, but when it finally popped, I'm like, oh, my God, that's right. He was the dad and Elf, of course. Yeah. And uh, and certainly terrific in misery. Uh, and, uh, and just an amazing uh, talent and actor. His uh, son, Scott, has now gone on. I think he was... Uh, I think he was in that Hawaii Five-0 uh, show. He was also, I think he showed up in Entourage for a while. Looks very much like his father. He did the Oceans movies, too. Scott Kahn did? I think he might have been a part of that. Of the son, yeah? Yeah. Uh, he might very well have. He, he does quite a bit. Uh, James Kahn, the greatest story about James Kahn is he had uh, gotten divorced in the 70s and was invited to a, uh, a party at the Playboy Mansion. Of which he arrived and didn't leave for about six months. Just <laughs> never bothered leaving. His son would come and see him there, hang out by the pool. Uh, and now, of course, you hear all the stories of what went on at uh, the Playboy Mansion. And it's in the category of not good, certainly with the likes of Bill Cosby and other women. Right, who yeah. Ab- other men who had abused women there on a regular basis. But I have not heard those stories of James Caan. Nobody has ever, from what I know, come out and said that he was... Uh, up to no good at the mansion. He was simply biding his time. It's like, well, there's beautiful women here. Why would I leave? <laughs> Anyhow, he was a terrific actor. And uh, Michael Imperioli was the one who announced that uh, 
that Paulie had passed. So he's by Tony's side now, having an espresso up there, enjoying the gravy in heaven as a <laughs> Sunday gravy. Right. Um, and if you've never seen The Sopranos, it is a it is a must if you uh, want to go back and binge something in tribute to uh, to Tony. This is terrific news for me. You know, over the almost ten years that we've worked together now, mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, the uh, sexual relations in the bedroom, I am, as I've said many times, light out missionary. Gotcha. Yes, and it turns out that's the best position for women to be satisfied that's the best it's the only position i know <laughs> well that and begging <laughs> is she really satisfied <laughs> well we're getting there we're working on it <laughs> it's a work in progress uh researchers in new york figured it out and it's missionary one important detail though the woman should also have a small pillow under her lower back right that's the position got that the allows, angle yeah for the best blood flow to a woman's nether region, which is important. Now, this is interesting. A couple volunteered to get it on in five different positions while doctors used an ultrasound to monitor blood flow. How horny do you have to be? <laughs> I can tell you right now, my wee fella would have no interest in performing in front of doctors. It's not a paid experiment? <laughs> it better be. And was there like a time that they needed <laughs> like, hey, you gotta go this long. <laughs> we need you. <laughs> Hang on, we haven't started recording. <laughs> I'm done. We need you to last more than 15 seconds, Mr. Ben. Think baseball. Think your taxes. And is it five times in one day? Like, I Come need, on. I need that spread out over five months. <laughs> All right. So we're doing doggy a month from now? All right, I'll be back. You show up alone. She wasn't interested. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your next position, Mr. Van? Begging. <laughs> no, that's, that's not the act. Um, so there you go. I mean, it might seem boring and old school, right? But it it is the uh, the key, supposedly, <laughs> to her being satisfied. <laughs> if that's important, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. if that's even possible. <laughs> I'm never going on America's Got Talent, and it's not because I have no talent. It's because I just learned that the million dollar prize on America's Got Talent is actually paid out over 40 years. Wow. You can take the current cash value when you win, which would be around 300 grand, and in the U.S., roughly 150,000 after taxes. Yeah. Well, that's no good. No. So forget it. Right. I'm not going and juggling juggling my bits for 150K. Milky Way candy bars aren't named after the galaxy. They're named after a milkshake flavor that was popular in the 1920s. So there you go. I think I'm going to try a Milky Way on the way home. I haven't had one in a long time. <laughs> You're talking about it earlier, and yes, I uh, I, I want to try a Milky Way. I'm going to stomp point. in. I, I, I can't remember. I think I've had one. It's been a very, very long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. There's a, I'm going to be hitting every variety store from here to my house. The Go-Go's, you remember the Go-Go's? They went into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame not that long ago. They're the only female band ever to have a number one album on the Billboard charts where they wrote their own songs and played all their own instruments. Oh. Only female band ever. Heart wouldn't, uh, well, I guess, no, just because they didn't play drums on that. But they had guys in the band. Yeah, guys, yeah, exactly. Plato was originally created to be a wallpaper cleaner. 
and now kids eat it. Uh, it takes longer to drown in salt water than in fresh water. Just be aware of that in case you're planning on drowning anytime soon. It's good to know. The only difference between kosher salt and table salt is the grain size. Well, I thought there was like a blessing or some something to to do there. Oh, within no? the Jewish faith, yeah, the kosher. I, it might be. Does that have anything to do with that? Or? I guess that doesn't. The, the blessing doesn't change the flavor necessarily. No. I guess. I don't know, but it just says they both come from underground salt de- uh, deposits. Kosher salt is just larger, and I know we should ask Ted Reader about that because we've spoken about salting food with him because it's so important in the yeah. cooking process. And uh, and he has said, I believe, that table salt is not as good as kosher salt or even like sea salt. Well, there's probably one other difference, and that's price. Mm-hmm. People do something in about 75% of the countries around the world. What do you think that is? What is it that 75% of, uh, percent of all countries in the world do the same thing? Well, there's probably a lot of things that they all do. People drive on the right side of the road. Oh, right. It's only those British folk and others, I guess. Right. Who started the whole driving thing? And when I was here, right? Driving hmm. got started here? Well, with the Ford companies, General Motors, who started it all? Uh, I don't know. Was Ford or was GM or was there somewhere like was Volkswagen or something in Germany yeah, before them? I don't think so. I'm trying to, th- trying to think it back. But hmm. the Ford Model T was one of the first, right? Yeah. So which way was Well, I guess they were the only car on the road, so it didn't point, matter. At that point, you <laughs> drive all over the road. Go ahead. What are you going to do? Uh, did they do that with, like, did they always pass that way, you think? Like horse-drawn carriages and that sort of thing? I guess somebody had to come up with the rules. Right. Yeah, I don't know. We can look that up. That's a good random fact uh-huh. to find. <laughs> Speaking of random, so when we do this little bit, we spell it R-A-N-D-U-M-B for yes. random. Right. And I see, <laughs> I see people now are referring to the... Freedom Rally coming up in Ottawa's Freedom Rally. I'm going to sue somebody for that. Jean-Claude Van Damme, do you remember him? Absolutely. He was originally cast as... Bloodsport. That's right. He was cast as the Predator in Predator. Really? But he quit when he got to the set and found out the suit would hide his face and he wouldn't be able to show off all his sweet martial arts moves. (laughs) It is said he's one of the, like, worst people to work with. Like, just a horrible human being. I've read that a few places, and I think even the cast of Friends spoke about when he showed up on their show for a couple of episodes, and he was just unbearable. Wow, really? Yeah. You can't see the Great Wall of China from space. It's too narrow, and it follows the natural contours and colors of the landscape. Hmm. Bulls don't charge at a matador's cape because it's red. They're colorblind. They charge because of the way the cape moves. Okay. So they've been sticking with red for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. No one looked that up before? I guess not. It doesn't really matter what color you have. Um, If you've got $6.1 trillion, you could buy all of the real estate in Canada. All right. Yeah. Although it's going down. Wait a few months, you can get it for $6 trillion. Give five. Five, <laughs> five and change. And change. Yeah. The Green Bay Packers, yeah, go, go in with a low arm. Low ball them. Offer them four. <laughs> And tell them you also need to have a, a, an inspection. Right. The Green Bay Packers were named after the Indian Packing Company, which gave them 500 bucks for uniforms and equipment when the franchise started in 1919. Well, at least they didn't call themselves the Green Bay Indians. Right. But had to give that up. True. If you look or if you took all the pepperoni that we eat in North America in a year, 
laid each piece side by side, it would wrap around the earth 50 times. Ooh. A lot of pepperoni. Make for a good pizza. And here's how you can get out of your next family gathering if you don't want to go. Tell them you suffer from something called syngenophobia. Syngenophobia. You don't really have to know how to say it. You just tell them you got it. Syngenophobia. Oh, maybe that's it. Syngenophobia. Syngenophobia. All right. It's a fear of relatives. It's an actual Come fear. On. Yeah, and I suffer. An actual fear. <laughs> I suffer. Oh, we did this at the wrong time, didn't right. we? Right. That's why you could have just told me. Well, I didn't want to stop you. No, you, you could have. You, you seemed like you were really involved. Well, I saw you hold up the book, and I'm like, why are you holding up the book? You could, <laughs> we were supposed to do that next. That's all I, right. I got confused. We'll get to it. It was a great bit, too. I know. But we'll do it all well, over again. I didn't again. want to stop. Well, no, you could have, though. Next time I'm that stupid, stop me. <laughs> like, I, just, I just wanted that. Like, are we going to do news at some point? Nah, who needs it, well, really? exactly. Not much has changed. Exactly. Next, listen, we've been in management meetings, and they've told you, when Venn does something stupid, stop them. Right. All right. Well, well that's, that's, that's the end of that. We stop it all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the show would never get off the ground. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.